Don't update Discord if you've got an NVIDIA graphics card. It's bad news bears. Also, NVIDIA is updating us with the RTX Titan. It's shipping out to places. And, uh, hey, Samsung has some problems, too, with their drives, but at least they're trying to fix them. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the Internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And today's top story is about Discord rolling out their latest update, which allows for AV1 support for streaming on NVIDIA graphics cards, which normally would just mean, hey, great, new feature. Thanks, Discord, really appreciate it. But turns out that there's a hidden performance penalty that's coming with that latest update. It's being found out as people had this update installed to Discord that this is actually causing their NVIDIA graphics cards to run slower. It is downclocking their memory on their NVIDIA graphics cards. So it's causing performance loss, maybe depending on which graphics card you have, not a large one. However, it does appear to be a problem and NVIDIA has already come out and acknowledge that yes, this is a bug and they are working to fix it. And in the meantime, while you wait for an update from NVIDIA to fix this, they did publish a manual way for you to go ahead and address it if you are on an NVIDIA graphics card. So that involves going and downloading the NVIDIA program GeForce 3D Profile Manager, opening that up, clicking on the Export SLI Profiles button, which at that point, a file explorer window will pop up. You select a location to export and save the NVIDIA profiles text file. Then you open that text file using notepad, then you perform a search in that section for Discord, you add a new line and type the following text, which is setting ID, I'm not, I can't read this to you in a way where it's gonna be useful, but it's on the screen. Then you save the NVIDIA profiles as a text file, you go back to the 3D profile manager, you import the SLI files, and then you select the updated one, you click open, and then you're completed, and it's all good to go. So that's the complicated way to deal with something that appears to be an issue. It does seem to be pretty intriguing that NVIDIA is the one saying, hey, we have to fix things. There will be an OTA update for your graphics card in order to make sure that this isn't a problem, rather than Discord being the one who has to address it because it was a Discord update that's breaking it, but it appears that it's happening at a card level, and this might have to do with the AV1 addition to the program. So it does appear like this is an NVIDIA problem. They're not stating which graphics cards this affects, so it could potentially be all of them. It could be limited to a certain number of them, but it's cards like the 3060 Ti and under, which don't even have AV1 support that are being affected here. So it's it's complicated, but it's gonna get fixed. But if you updated Discord and you notice your frame rate's lower, that could potentially be it. But instead of, you know, going through this whole situation where you have to dig in the salsa in order to fix your SLI profile manager, you can just switch to AMD. They have no problems, okay? There's no updates ever for AMD graphics cards that you have to worry about. Got them! But if you do have a fast graphics card, you can maybe use it for today's video sponsor. My friends, today's video is sponsored by Paris Rona and their laser projector. This is something that I've wanted for the longest time. The ultra short throw laser projector from Paris Rhone is incredible for a bunch of reasons, including the fact that you can get an 80 to 150 inch image from a distance of only 5.4 to 18.8 inches from the wall. This is incredible for many reasons. I've actually used it to clear up the TV space on my 
my TV stand in my bedroom because I get a much larger image and I can replace it in the same spot that my TV used to sit, being only about eight inches from the wall, and I still get a massive displayed screen, including one that's in 4K, supports HDR10, has a brightness of 2000 lumens, which means it's even good enough to watch during the daytime or if we still keep lights on in our bedrooms. And it has two 25 inch drivers to allow for Dolby audio and DTS decoding, making sure that there's cinematic stereo audio experience going on. And additionally, it has MEMC for higher frame rate. It supports gaming in 4K60, has a wide color gamut of 100% of the Rec. 709 space, a contrast ratio of 3000 to one, a long lamp life of 25,000 hours, and a really good safety feature of two intelligent PIR motion sensors, making it so that it automatically reduces the brightness on the laser projector in case something moves in front of it to protect your eyes to make sure you're not gonna hurt yourself, especially since unlike normal traditional projectors, it can be placed in everyday scenarios, be next to the wall, just like you would mount a TV, but you get a much bigger image. It's super bright. It's super fantastic to game on. I spent nearly half of my time of finishing God of War Ragnarok on this projector, and I loved every second of it. And Parasaron is an industrial company that's been in existence for over a hundred years, bringing tons of new technological advancements, including the first electric tricycle, kitchen appliances, as well as a bunch of other things that they've done in their R&D, and now they're entering into the ultra short throw laser projector space. So I highly encourage you to check this out at the link in the video description. This is a must-have replacement for a TV for me, my friends. I've considered ultra short throw laser projectors before, but now I'm convinced that it just makes the most sense. You don't have to put it in a weird, awkward distance from a wall. You can get right up on it. You don't have to mount it anywhere. It can go on a TV stand. It could go right next to the wall and you still get a gigantic 4K gorgeous looking image. So check them out at the link in the video description. Big thanks again to Paris Rome for sponsoring today's video. And you know what I'd like to project on my wall, but I couldn't show you because, you know, TOS and all that, Reese. I like to project Reese. Give us the deals, bud. Thank you, Brett. Welcome back to UFT Deals. We bring the hottest tech deals out on the internet. It is Wednesday, my dudes, and we have a fresh set of deals for you today, starting with the Western Digital Black SN770. This one terabyte NVMe SSD with speeds of up to 5,150 megabytes a second is currently going for $69.99, which is 46% off and a very nice price. And then if you need something to put it in, the Hydrovolt 3, which is their small form factor premium ITX case with an included 700 watt 80 plus gold SFX power supply is going for only $134.81, which is also 46% off. And then lastly, we have the AMD Ryzen 7 7700X going with another price drop for the eight core 16 thread latest AM5 socket CPU from AMD, which you can pick up for only $344.99, which is 23% off. And honestly, a great way to jump into the AM5 platform. Bonus points for Jedi Survivor being included I guess. But don't forget you can find the links to these deals and more in the video description down below and I'm gonna hand you off back to Brett for the rest of your hot news. Cheers. Woo! Beautiful stuff Reese. I wonder if any of that could help me to run Cyberpunk a little bit faster. Oh it can't? Well guess what? There's another update for Cyberpunk CD Projekt Red finally releasing the update that allows you to use DLSS 3 in the video game which is DLSS 2 plus frame insertion so essentially you're just gonna get more FPS. It's gonna run faster because it uses AI to artificial make frames, which I don't care if they're artificial or not, as long as my eyes can perceive that they look good, fake or not. This, this is not, this is not a discussion about whether AI should take over or not. As long as my eyes 
are good with it. So you get free performance update. Also, NVIDIA publishing a slide saying that it uses less power than the previous generation because of that, because tensor cores consume less power than CUDA cores when it's trying to do that. The quality has to go down in order for this to work, but it's out there in case you've been waiting for it and you realize that a 4090 still isn't good enough for you to get the max frame rate because NVIDIA can't make a faster graphics card. Or can they? Because the RTX Titan is shipping out. Not to you, you can't buy one, but there are engineering samples and test samples that are being shipped out from NVIDIA for development and testing purposes, indicating that there is a Titan RTX 8 aboard going out there with 48 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory not 6x which is super intriguing because that's what is on the gaming cards is 6x maybe they can't fit 48 gigabytes of 6x on this high-end titan maybe it's going to be a titan class card and not a 4090 ti because they would what would keep 6x for gaming cards maybe they'll release this titan and then release a 4090 ti which is faster than the titan like they did back in the pascal days you guys remember that they released the titan x and then they released the 1080 Ti, which was faster than that. And they're like, oh no, we pissed everybody off. Let's release another Titan XP. And then they had to call the first one, the Titan X Pascal. And the second one was the XP, but lowercase p after the, it was a whole thing. It was, but you got Star Wars edition back then. That was cool when Nvidia did that. You guys remember when Nvidia used to be cool? I remember. In case you remember a time where SSDs worked, you should, you should rewind to that because they don't work right now, or at least Samsung's 980 Pros and 990 Pros. We talked about this in a previous episode of Hot News that was being found that Samsung's ever popular NVMe SSDs were being found to have their life expectancy reduced by an order of magnitude above what their actual use case was. And Puget Systems, who's a system integrator and they do a lot of testing when it comes to a lot of these products, has found out specifically what the problem is. And it goes back to a specific first firmware that is on the two terabyte drives of the 980 Pro. They haven't put out any investigation of the 990 Pro, but one could assume it might be somewhat similar, but it is the two terabyte ones on a specific firmware. And that with a firmware update, Samsung can prevent this from happening, but it does not mean that your SSD actually isn't having its life expectancy worn away in the meantime, while it is on that firmware update. And Puget also indicating that if this continues to be a problem, with your 980 Pro, it could potentially lead to the point where your SSD becomes read only. And if you have your Windows installation on that, that could potentially mean that you can't log into Windows and that everything could be a problem because it would be in a failure mode. Not great. So you might want to look into updating your two terabyte 980 Pro if you've ordered one sometime recently to the latest firmware specifically the ones that Puget Systems is saying is not affected by it, but this is a pretty big bummer for, I kind of have trusted Samsung with my SSDs over the years and seeing that they're running into this problem, which admittedly could happen to a lot of different companies is a bummer. You can't easily recommend it. No two terabyte 980 Pros right off the shelves for you. You gotta update it. And I'm gonna update my eyes to not look at the camera because hot news is over. Kind of also sounded like I was gonna use that Nvidia eye contact software which I'm not gonna do that. It's just too creepy. I don't understand why it's a thing. Like FaceTime does it all right, where it's like very subtle and you have no idea that it's actually happening. Whereas Nvidia is just like, hey, how's it going? 